You're listening to Shop Talk with Misty Cordes, a podcast that delivers actionable content, business hacks, and behind-the-scenes marketing secrets for ambitious entrepreneurs who want to create a business that makes an impact and gives them the freedom, flexibility, and control they dream about. Hello, hello, everyone. So thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Misty Cordes, and I am the founder of Your Marketing Coach, and I'm actually your host for today, of course. So we also have Cullen on the line with us today. He's going to be monitoring the chat and the Q&A. So if you have any questions, feel free to drop them uh, there, and we'll be sure to answer them as they make sense. And also, just so you know, towards the end of the presentation today, I also usually leave time for um for questions. And I say usually because today we've got a jam-packed day. I've got a lot to share. Uh, for those of you who are joining us for the very first time, welcome to the Extraordinary Entrepreneur Community. Our goal is to show up each week live and provide valuable information and training that can help you grow your business. Now, I have a little disclaimer here. I say this every week, but it's got to be done. I can't guarantee results. Every business is different. The products you offer, the clients you serve, your, your experience, and so much more all affect your specific outcome, of course. But that said, our business and some of our clients have seen results from the strategies that I'm going to be sharing each week. So this leads me to today's topic. Today, I am going to be sharing with you how to automate your marketing and sales. I love this topic. It's super fun to uh, to share. And it's also, I mean, when we implemented this in our own business and then started helping implement it with clients, it completely changed my business. I literally went from being a solopreneur, working by myself, making about $250,000 a year to growing a team of over 14 team members. We grew our business over $650,000 in that 12 month period of time. I mean, it. when I say it changed our business, I mean, it was huge growth. So I say it all the time. I, I think that business owners win and lose based on the fundamentals. And today I'm going to be sharing those fundamentals. Um, and obviously it had made huge impact on our business and also our clients. So I hope that you take this and run with it and go and implement it in your business after our call today. Okay. With that said, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to stop my share so I can focus on the screens and my notes. Um, if you have been on any of my previous live calls or have listened to any of our recordings, you know that everything we do centers around lifecycle marketing. So lifecycle marketing is a mix of strategies a company uses to communicate and move its target audience from being a prospect to becoming a customer, an ambassador, and eventually a lifelong customer. So today, you are going to see exactly how we use the lifecycle marketing process to create what I like to call the invisible marketing and sales machine. Now, there's nine campaigns that make up this machine. But before I dive into the campaigns themselves, I want to share with you the methodology that we go through to get clear on what we're trying to accomplish and how we're going to build the individual campaigns and ultimately how that machine will work in the end. Oh, and by the way, um, I have set aside some time at towards the end of the presentation today that I'm actually going to show you how we build these campaigns. Now, I'm not going to be able to build them all, 
but you're gonna get a basic gist of the software that we use, what it looks like, how easy it is to build, and how the automation actually works. Okay, so whenever we create a marketing and sales machine, we start by first asking, who are we trying to help? That's the first question. Next, what problem are they struggling with? And we get super detailed here. We don't just go for the surface level information. We really want to drill down on what are the things that are keeping them up at night. And then that leads us to the third one is how can we help? Now, then once we know how we can help, that's how we design our irresistible offer. So here's the thing. I know that's very basic, right? But here's what we see entrepreneurs do all the time. We see entrepreneurs, they make the mistake of designing their offer first then trying to find a market that will buy it. And in our experience, and I've been doing this for 10 years now, and prior to that, I was a small business owner myself my entire life. But in our experience, this approach sets you up for failure. See, if you start with your perfect ideal customer in mind, then identify the problems that are keeping them up at night, and then from there, design your offer, you have a much better chance at creating and building something that your market actually wants and needs, which ultimately means that you have a much better chance at selling it. Okay, so now we know who our market is. We know what, what's keeping them up at night. We know what our irresistible offer is going to be, meaning the ultimate thing that we're trying to sell here. Because remember, we're building an invisible marketing and sales machine. So the next thing that we do is we walk through the machine, identifying the strategies and communication that we want our perfect ideal customer to experience as they move through the lifecycle marketing process. So I'm going to move, I'm going to walk you through each one of these stages individually. So we begin by asking ourselves, where is our perfect ideal customer hanging out? Are they at an event that's coming up? Will we find them while we're out there networking at specific networking events that we attend? Uh, are they looking for us through online searches, meaning do we need to, to beef up our SEO? Can we find them by running Facebook ads, right? So these are just examples of how you might create awareness for your machine. Now, in this example, we've decided that we're going to run a Facebook ad campaign to find our perfect ideal customer. Next, we decide what free resource or other also known as a lead magnet are we going to offer our perfect ideal customer that will allow us to capture their contact information so that we can add them to our machine and begin moving them through the process. Now, one thing I will tell you when it comes to lead generation nowadays, if you've been around the block a time or two and you've created resources in the past to try to capture leads, one of the things that you may be noticing is that your target audience is not as receptive as they used to be when it comes to free resources. Meaning they're not, you know, consumers are not jumping at the chance to sign up for free resources the way that they used to be. And the reason that is, is because, you know, when business owners found out this strategy, which is a simple strategy and it's been around for a long time, but when they figured out this strategy to use as on, online, what happened was a, is a lot of entrepreneurs were creating resources. They were promising them big things, 
But then when they would deliver the resource, it wasn't as valuable as they claimed it to be. And so consumers kind of caught on to this. And so here's what I will tell you when it comes to lead generation, you are looking for something that is just, Colin, what do we call it? Is it, what do you call it? Is it mind blowing? <laughs> oh, the, I, the mind blowing offer. Yeah, the mind-blowing offer. The offer you can't refuse. There's probably a few of them. Um, and we do have a question when you when you get to a stopping point. Okay, actually, go ahead and, and we'll jump in right now. Jason asked if you could tell your revenue impact story again. We, As an example, we did X and came, came in. Oh, I see. Yeah. So I went from being a solopreneur at $250,000 a year to 12 months later, over $650,000 in revenue and 14 team members on our team. Yeah, huge impact. And it was by implementing the fundamentals that I'm sharing with you today. Okay, so back to lead generation, okay? So when it comes to capturing leads, you've got to make sure that your the free resource that you give away is off the charts, unbelievably valuable. And the reason why you want to do that is because you want to make sure that when you're when you're capturing these new prospects, that you're making an amazing first impression. This is the thought that you want them to have. If they are willing to give this away for free, I can't imagine how valuable their paid stuff must be. Okay, so that's the thought process there. All right, I'm going to keep moving on. After we decide or after we added a new lead to our system, right? And we've decided on what we're going to give away as our lead magnet. We also, the first thing that we want to do is we want to begin nurturing the relationship that we have with that person. This is where we'll design a welcome indoctrination campaign. So a welcome indoctrination campaign is designed to be kind of like a a formal introduction to you, your team, your mission, or any other messaging that you feel is important that your new prospect knows. So if you think about it, if you were to meet someone um, in person, right, you would typically spend some time kind of getting to know that person a little bit more. You might chat about your business, your clients, maybe your family, uh, some history, right? Those kinds of things. The inductor or the welcome indoctrination campaign is designed to do that exact same thing. It's a lot, it's allowing your new prospect an opportunity to get to know you, uh, your team your business, maybe a little bit of history or your your mission. Um, In our indoctrination, I like talking about our mission, our purpose, our uh, core values. And then I also talk about our coaching philosophies. Those are the things that we like to include in our indoctrination. So as you're thinking about your prospects, what is the information that you really want them to know about you um, so that you can welcome them into your community? The next campaign is critical. This is where you want to make sure that you have a sales pipeline set up. A sales pipeline allows you to track where your prospects are in your sales process. And it also gives you visibility into your business. So I I have literally worked with multi-million dollar organizations that don't have or don't use on a consistent basis a sales process, which seems completely crazy to me because, you know, I had other businesses in the past that I've trained where where I actually, so in my previous career, before I started my marketing business, I actually um, was responsible for training salespeople. So I've trained over 1,800 salespeople in my career. And I can tell you this, there is nothing 
worse than watching a salesperson work their tail off and then not get any results. You see, most salespeople are paid on commission. And as business owners, obviously we're paid, you know, by the sale. And if they don't get results, it's it's not only affects your confidence, it affects your bank account as well. So there's two keys to getting results when it comes to converting customers. Um, one, you have to develop a proven system for closing your sales. That's a different conversation than what we're having today. The second thing to that, or second component to that though, is that you have to have a way that you can track where your prospects are in the sales process. Because here's what a lot of business owners do. They spend so much time, money, and energy on the front end of the funnel, meaning they'll spend a bunch of money on Facebook advertising. They'll capture a bunch of leads. They may or may not even nurture that new relationship, right? But what they want to do is they want to convert that new prospect right into a customer, but yet they have no way to nurture. They have no way to follow up. They don't keep track of their um their leads and where they're at in the sales pipeline. And so all those opportunities are falling through the cracks. The sales pipeline is going to eliminate that from happening and give you a system and a process to following up with people consistently. And I can tell you, you know, when you think about a prospect that's entered into your sales funnel, into the machine here, um, the way that you treat them before they become a customer is equally as important after than after as they after they become a customer, you know, because those are the experiences that kind of set the stage for the relationship that you have with them. Misty, yeah, we have one more question. Is as um there um someone's asking if you can kind of separate the 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 sales steps of that pipeline so they can distinguish. Yes, actually, when we get inside of the um, software, I'm going to show you actually how to build these out. And obviously, I'm not going to be able, be able to build the entire funnel, but I'm going to show you kind of how we would approach this. Um, and obviously, because we only have 30 minutes together on this call, the sales pipeline is actually a, a, a topic that's coming up in the next couple of weeks. So definitely make sure that you stay tuned. Every Wednesday, we do this um, same day, same time. And we have a new topic. So what we're doing is we're kind of just breaking down the little pieces of the puzzle of building a business and we're kind of delivering them to you. So if we don't get to the, all the stages of the pipeline, um, I promise it's coming, number one. And number two, just drop a message. If you're inside the live chat inside of our Facebook group, drop the word machine as a comment and we'll reach out you, to you specifically and ask your question and we'll, um, and we'll respond to you, okay? I hope I know that didn't answer the question exactly, but I don't know if we're going to have time to go through all the steps of the sales pipeline. Okay, now the next step, right? There's nothing better than having your hard work pay off and you finally acquire a customer. So a lot of businesses make this mistake too, is that they think that, you know, acquiring the customer is where the journey ends, but that couldn't be farther from the truth, right? The key to the next two campaigns is that you're intentional about creating a delightful and consistent experience for all of your new customers. So there are two campaigns that you want to make sure that you have in this stage of the lifecycle marketing process. One is you have an onboarding campaign. Uh, an onboarding campaign allows you to be intentional about how you bring on new customers, how you communicate with them, the clarity, the, 
the, um, you know, the warmth of bringing them into your business and into your community. The second thing that you want to make sure that you have is a customer satisfaction campaign. This will allow you to monitor, engage how your new customers feeling in the process of bringing them on board. If you are consistent with your onboarding and you ask for their feedback and then implement the recommendations that that make sense for your business, it's more likely that you're going to have happy customers that turn into ambassadors, which of course is the next stage in lifecycle marketing. So if you are privileged enough to have earned ambassadors in your business, now ambassadors are people who can't help but to tell other people about their experience in working with you, your team, and your products or services. So you must make it very easy for them to spread the word. In this stage of the lifecycle marketing and the machine, you want to have an online review campaign where you ask your ambassadors to give you a shout out online. And you also want to have a refer a friend campaign. You can call also call it a referral campaign. You know, Small businesses pride themselves on their word of mouth growth, right? And they should. I mean, after all, they've earned their customers' trust and are, and because of that, they are rewarded with referrals. But imagine for a moment if a business was proactive in asking for referrals. So instead of just hoping that they get them, they actually put in place a refer a friend campaign, which is a phenomenal way not only to incentivize but also reward your ambassadors for the referrals that they give you, right? So I can tell you this, businesses that have referral friend, refer a friend or a referral campaign in their business get more referrals than the ones who just hope that, that, that their ambassadors will remember to talk about them and refer them. All right, next. The last campaign in the machine is an upsell campaign. This campaign is designed to introduce your happy and satisfied customers um, to new programs, products, and services that you offer so that you can continue to support and add value to them. So what you're looking at here, the invisible and sales machine, is all of the campaigns that are included in it. So you've got your Facebook ad, your lead generation campaign, your welcome indoctrination campaign, a sales pipeline onboarding campaign, customer satisfaction, online review, refer a friend, and an upsell campaign. That is all of the campaigns that make up the machine. So what I'd like to do now is actually jump inside of the software because we've got about 10 more minutes. And I'm going to spend about five-ish minutes kind of showing you how the soft, how we use the software to build an automated machine like this in businesses. Now, the software that we use is called Keep. Give me just a quick moment to kind of pull that up. I'm going to pull this over here. Cullen, are you seeing the inside of Keep? I am. Awesome. Okay. Sometimes Zoom is like weird about switching screens. So this is a, a what we call a sandbox app. It's just an app used for demonstration purposes. But you can see on the left-hand side, for those of you who are new to the software, um, you can see how simple the navigation is. I mean, we've got the home page, which is basically kind of a snapshot of where your business stands. We like to call this kind of like the entrepreneurial scoreboard. Um, it's all the numbers you should be tracking in your business. 
You can also look at contacts. So you can look at them through, you know, by individuals, companies, um, uh, in groups that you create individually. Another thing that it has is called My Day. So here you can actually create um, automated booking links. Um, you can grab your booking links for, right from here. Uh, another thing you can do is you can set yourself up tasks. So it kind of helps you with task management. This is a great way to kind of keep you on, you know, to remind you of things that you need to do, like in terms of follow-up and things like that with individuals. And I'm giving you guys a really quick overview because I want to get to the building part of this. Another thing that Keep allows you to do is actually you get a business line. So you get a business phone line that people can call you on. So um, we actually have a business line in our business that we use through our Keep app. And so when um, anyone on our team who has the Keep app on their cell phone, the phone call will come in and it will tell you that it's actually a Keep um, contact in your CRM. So if you're out to dinner with your family or friends or whatever, uh, you can make the decision as the business owner, as the entrepreneur, right? Do I want to answer this call right now or can I wait for it, you know, till tomorrow morning? So it's a great way to kind of manage um, the communications that comes in because oftentimes if you're the one, I used to do this before we had a keep business line, you know, I was sharing my personal phone line <laughs> to all of my customers and prospects. And that became very problematic because it kind of consumed my whole life and that was not fun, right? Another thing that you can do with Keep, though, is you can send email broadcasts out to groups of people, and you can also do text messaging right within the application. Um, another thing that you can do inside of Keep, you can create a sales pipeline, which obviously we just kind of, I shared with you briefly in the presentation. You can create quotes, invoices, set up reoccurring payments, create checkout forms, I mean, basically anything that you need to support you in collecting money from customers, Keep has that in, in the software. Now, in the marketing tab here, we've got where you can create forms to collect contact information. You can create landing pages, send email broadcasts, send text messages, all kinds of goodies in there. The place that we're going to spend the next few minutes in, though, is in the automation uh, place inside of Keep. Inside of automations, you can create one of two things, easy automations or advanced. Easy automations, just as a quick summary, is basically like, I would say an easy automation would be if someone schedules an appointment with me, with my booking link, with my keep booking link, I want to make sure that I send them email follow-up reminders. So that would be an easy automation I would set up. So when someone schedules with me, I can set up a series of emails that would go out uh, based on the appointment that they scheduled with me. An advanced automation is more of a complex, what we call campaign. I referred to it when I was sharing with you the, um, the lifecycle marketing uh, process and the campaigns that we recommend for your machine. Well, what we're going to do now is I'm going to jump inside the advanced. I actually have a tab open here because sometimes it takes a second to load. And here I am inside of the advanced area of Keep. This is called the Campaign Builder. So inside of Campaign Builder, you'll notice on the left-hand side, you've got campaign tools. So these are the tools that you're using to build your campaign sequences. So the first thing I'm going to do, I always like to work, I'm a very linear kind of person. So I have a tendency to want to work from left to right when I'm building my machines. So the first thing that you're starting with is a Facebook ad. Now, your Facebook ad is not 
uh, set up inside of the Keep software. I want to make sure that's crystal clear. But I, I do want to know inside this campaign that we are running a Facebook ad. We're, we're using that um, strategy to get people into this. So what I will typically do is I'll pull out a little note um, icon here onto the canvas and I'll type Facebook ad campaign. And I may even provide or add a link to the bottom of this where I'm actually directly linking to that ad campaign. So that way I can remember which campaign is driving traffic to this uh, funnel. Okay, so the first thing I have is my note, my Facebook ad campaign. Now, the next step in the lifecycle marketing process, right, of course, is to capture leads. So then what I do is I go ahead and I pull out the landing page builder. Now, I'm not going to build all of these things um, with you in detail, but I'm going to get the kind of like 10,000 foot view of what the campaign looks like so that you can understand how the automation works, not so much the details of what the landing page looks like, because we don't have time for that today. But so I have a landing page here. Now, inside of this tool, not only am I setting up the landing page, but I'm also setting up my thank you page. So I'm going to go ahead and just add that here. And thank you. So those two things live inside of here. So if I were to open this up here, I can select, actually, I can, um, I can edit an existing template or I can create a new one from scratch. Again, I'm not going to do that right now, but I just want you to know you can actually build your landing pages right within the Keep application. Now, once someone signs up for my free resource on my landing page, I'm going to, of course, send them to a thank you page. Now, many of you guys are in our group here today with us because you know that on our thank you page, we actually invited you to join the Extraordinary Entrepreneur group. So that's one thing that you can do on your thank you page. Um, leverage your thank you page to actually get that individual to take the next step that you'd like them to take with you. Don't just send up a thank you page and say, hey, thanks. Your resource is on its way. Um, ask them to do something else because you never know. They may join you in your group. They may, um, maybe you want them to follow you on Facebook or follow you on Instagram, whatever the case may be. Just ask them for that next step. Now, once they fill out the landing page, of course, we want to do is we want to pull out a sequence. And what I'm going to do here is I'm going to attach my landing page to this sequence. Inside of this sequence, I'm going to double click it. What I can do is set up a series of emails that will go out to that individual on a timely basis. So the first thing that I will do is I will send an email that delivers the lead magnet. So that's the first email that goes out. Now, I'm going to just leave it as that. Well, actually, one more thing I would do in here. I would also apply a tag. And that tag would, would be a tag that would remind me of the resource that that individual requested. So as an example, let's say I was given away um, SEO for beginners. Okay, say that was my free resource I'm giving away. The tag would say um, requested SEO for beginners resource. So that way, if I want to pull up a list of anybody who's in my database who requested that specific resource because I want to offer them something specifically later on regarding SEO, then I can pull that tag, which will allow me to pull those, those individuals. All right. 
we're getting a little more complex than I anticipated, but that's okay. I hope you guys are hanging with me. If you have questions, feel free to drop them. All right, once I apply the tag, the next thing that I'm gonna do, and this is where the automation kind of takes place, I'm actually gonna pull out this little icon here that says create a deal. So in here, what I can do is it is going to actually add that individual automatically to my sales pipeline. So what I'm doing is I'm, it, they should rename this because it's, it's not creating a deal. It's actually creating an opportunity. So what I'm doing is I'm adding that person to my sales pipeline stream as a new opportunity or lead, whichever words you want to use. Okay. So it delivers the email, it applies the tag, it adds them to my sales pipeline opportunity. That's the start of the automation. Now in here, I would also, inside the sequence, I'm going to actually um, label it so that I know what's happening in here. So deliver lead magnet is the first thing that happens. Apply behavior tag. That's the second thing that happens. And the third thing that happens is um, ads prospect I can't type and talk at the same time. <laughs> you get the idea. S pro to sales pipeline. So those are the three things that are taking place inside of that sequence. Now, the next thing that we want to have happen, if you remember back in my in the um, lifecycle marketing process, I said after we capture a lead, right? What's the next thing that we want to do? Is we want to begin to nurture them. So here's what we would typically do. We are going to actually up, apply, I'm gonna pull out another sequence here. We're gonna apply a tag here. Start welcome in doc campaign. Now you could put this, um, this inside of this sequence here, but I like to kind of show my work long form. It's just a habit I have. So what we'll do is inside this sequence here is we're going to apply another tag. And this tag here will actually be a, a process tag that will move that person from this campaign into the next one. Now, I hope you're sticking with me for a second here because it, it's, it's much, much simpler than it looks. So when we're creating the machine, what you're seeing here is what we call a campaign. A campaign has one specific goal, one specific outcome. And in this cam specific campaign that I just shared with you, our goal is to get the, an individual from a Facebook ad to sign up for our free resource. And of course, we want to deliver that resource to them. Now, there's some automation things that are taking place behind that. But the gist of the campaign is get them to sign up for the free resource and deliver what we promised them. That's what it does. Now, let's pretend like I started a new campaign and this was gone, right? I have a new canvas. I'm in a new campaign. I'm going to move this down just for a second. Um, what would happen in the next campaign is that this tag that's being applied, we're going to pull it out here. So this tag, welcome indoctrination campaign, is actually going to trigger the next campaign, the next step in the process. So in the welcome indoctrination, so this tag being applied, puts them into this sequence, which will then deliver the series of emails that we want to go out. 
So what we will normally do is we'll put a delay timer in here for let's say one day. We'll send it any day of the week at any time. We don't have specific days and times that we've set up. Um, and then what we'll do is we'll send an email. So E1 might be a welcome email. And then we're gonna delay the timer again. And then we're gonna send an email maybe the next day and say, I have a gift for you. And then we're gonna put another delay timer in there. And then we'll send a third email as part of our welcome indoctrination. And here's a meet the team, right? So these are just examples. So what's happening, here's where the automation takes place. So I'm gonna go back out here for a second at the campaign level. So remember in the first campaign, they signed up for the lead magnet, we delivered it, and then we applied this tag. Well, this tag immediately is going to move them into the welcome indoctrination. The reason why I add a day timer in here is because I don't want someone who just signed up for a free resource to get a bunch of emails from us right away. So we're just gonna wait a day. And in this welcome email, we're gonna say, hey, Remember yesterday you requested that resource? Well, we today I just wanted to introduce myself and I wanted to welcome you to our extraordinary entrepreneur community. Let me tell you a little bit about me and about our vision and our mission. And that's what this email is all about. And then I'll say something like, I want them to get used to me showing up in their inbox. So what I'll do is I'll say at the end of this email here, I'll say, hey, by the way, tomorrow I'm gonna send you this, which is a free gift right? Something that they did not expect to get from me. Be on the lookout for that because I want them to get used to me showing up in their inbox and looking forward to the gift that I have for them. And so that's what I'm doing is kind of planting the seed for that. Okay, guys, I'm over my time limit. I didn't go as fast as I thought I would, but you're getting the basic gist of how the machine works. So here's the deal. If you are interested in, in learning more about this machine, about the software itself, or how we can assist you, if you're inside of our live Facebook group, drop a message that just says machine with your question. And what we'll do is we'll send you a message in private as a private message in Messenger and, and have that conversation with you. Now, if you're here and you're not part of our group yet, Colin, if you could drop that in the, the chat inside of Zoom. It's um, in there now. Awesome. Perfect. You guys can click that link, become a member, and of course, participate in our weekly live calls. But also, if you're interested in having this information as well, you can go ahead and drop that message in chat or Q&A, and we'll certainly reach out to you and answer your questions. Okay. So that said, I'm going to take just a minute or two to answer any questions that you guys might have. I know we flew through a lot of stuff today. Any new questions that have come in, Colin? I don't see any. Nothing yet. Nope, nothing yet. Um, no, that was that was that was great though. Um, this really actually does to me too. It starts kind of reconstructing how you almost think about your business, like as you go through these different steps. So, <laughs> absolutely, and you know the thing about um, the invisible marketing and sales machine is that, and Colin, you, you know, firsthand, like this, the process I walked you guys through today, as simple as it may be, it is exactly what we do every single time we have a new product service or that we're trying to offer. Like we go through the same exact process. We're like, 
Who's our target audience? What's keeping them up at night? What solution can we offer them? We call that an irresistible offer. We designed the offer. Now we know what we want to sell. Then we go through the lifecycle marketing process. We start with, okay, where are these folks hanging out? Are they, you know, are they on Facebook? Are they on LinkedIn? Do they already exist on our, in our email marketing list? Are there folks on our email list right now that we could sell to or market to, right? And so, and then yep. we, we walk through every stage of the process. This is how you build a sales funnel. Like yep. you may have heard those terms before. The only, yeah, the only other, I guess, comparison I can, I can have where I feel like it, it kind of does is like, if, um, you know, sometimes after taking like algebra or studying games or something, they kind of, you know, change the way that you, uh, that you think a little bit or, or what have you, and then it just becomes part of the normal process. Absolutely. You know, I want to share this. Um, all right. How do I do this is the question. Okay. This little slide here, I kind of overlooked it, you know. The reality is, I, I, you know, we don't have time to go through the mental objections you might be having in your mind in terms of, you know, what automation means to your business. But I can tell you this, you, um, <laughs> you either need to automate or you're going to bury yourself in an endless amount of busy work that will cost your bus- you your business. And I can I say that confidently because, I, you know, as a solopreneur, when I first started my business, I know how time consuming it was. I mean, as a coach, just to get someone to schedule an appointment with me, like the back and forth emails that took place when I started my business right out the gate, I had 27 new clients uh, the first week that I I basically opened my doors and um, I didn't have automation in my business at the time. I didn't have booking links. They weren't as commonplace as they are today. And even as common as they are, there's still a ton of people not leveraging them. It just blows my mind. But I didn't have that in place. So imagine 27 people, I would send out an email every month, right, on the renewal date. So they all had different days that they started with me. I'd send out an email and say, hey, Colin, this is Misty. Just want to let you know it's that time for us to connect, right? And um, and I'd say, I'm available on this day, this day, and this day. Colin immediately comes back and says, oh, those won't work. Do you? What about this day and th- at this time? And then it's what it did is it just opened up a can of worms of back and forth communication. But I wasn't just doing it with Cullen. I had 27 other people I was doing it with too. Today, when you schedule a call with anyone on my team, doesn't matter who it is, you're going to get their booking link. You're going to schedule it. It's going to send you a confirmation. It automatically adds them to your calendar. It sends them a day before reminder, an hour before reminder, a 15 minute before text message. And all of those things are automated. We don't have to remember to send them. Because I promise you, if we had to remember to send those out, we would drop the ball. And your experience as a possible new customer of ours would not set us up for success. Automation changes everything for you and your business. If you have not jumped on this bandwagon yet, I, I highly suggest that you do that. I would agree there. Um, and if, and if even if you want to spend time, just know your competitors are not going to spend their time. <laughs> exactly. Uh, 100%. Like, I know that there are people who think, well, I'm, I'm already behind the game. But the thing is, is you either automate or you bury yourself. <laughs> like, you got to get on board with this. So the sooner that you get on board and start leveraging these things in your business, um, the better off you will be. And the other thing that a, a lot of people, someone said this to me just earlier this week, and they're like, yeah, but 
my customers are different. You know, if they know that it's automated, it's going to turn them off. And I said, well, I would kind of challenge that because for most of us as entrepreneurs, you know, when we're communicating with individuals, we send emails that pretty much sound the same to every person, right? So as an example, if someone were to ask you a question about your product or service, when you respond, you're probably going to respond with a similar response every time, right? Well, that's the first step towards automating your business is having a a response that's already established so that you don't have to retype it every single time someone asks it. The only difference is instead of you manually having to send the response, you can now set that to set to, to automatically respond to them when they ask it. So actually you're already automated, taking the first step to automate your business. I hope that makes sense. But um yeah. So with that, guys, I'm going to leave you and I will. Um, so again, if you have any questions or, or or want to explore some more, drop machine inside of the, the group and we'll reach out to you and answer any questions that you might have. Otherwise, we'll see you again next week.